Hello, you bunch of savages. I appreciate the download and listen, whether you're on your way to, on your way from, or you're just L-I-V-I-N. I appreciate you keeping up with us here at Mean Spirited. We're about to go down the rabbit hole that is the Mean Spirited podcast, but want to keep you updated on a couple of things because I've got some big news to share. We do have our permanent co-host. Looking forward to getting after that stuff tonight. Um, but also want to let you know that moving forward, we're going to be doing this once a week at least. Going to have just some current things that we're talking about, maybe a, a theme for the show. But it's going to be more centered and more directed um, on news, current events, and, and just giving our opinion on some things. If there's certain things that you want to hear about or you want us to do an episode on or a segment on, let us know. This is our format, so we're going to play around with whatever works for our people. Um, The other thing that we've got moving forward is that we are going to still have some special episodes. Uh, We're going to do a mid-season NFL recap episode. Um, And just people we find interesting. Nikki's going to co-host the MMA podcast with me. Um, So we're going to be keeping things that we find interesting. And uh, hopefully you find interesting as well. I appreciate all the support. Follow us on Instagram, at Mean Spirited Podcast. Share us on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever social media you use. Let's get the word out there and keep growing this Mean Spirited Army. So without further ado, I want to bring on my new co-host, Mad Dog. I appreciate you joining me and becoming the co-host of the Mean Spirited Podcast. How are you doing tonight? Hey, man. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate the kind words, most definitely. Um, I've just you know, got quite the dilemma in front of me, to be honest with you. Uh, we're anxious to hear what it is. Well, I'm staring at uh, two different, um, a white and a green, pharmaceutical style uh i don't know what you call this a tube i guess okay i've got pc by cookie 14 grams maybe a gram left in that a couple weeks old and then uh you know we got the sour d's in here seven grams that one smells delicious too brand new what do you think i think we go with the sour d's tonight for the people all right people have chosen i love it well we'll let everyone know mad dog and i are recording from separate Studios. I'm at the BMF Podcast Studio. He is actually out at the uh, the Lake House Estate, which is just beautiful on uh, the waters of Lake Kissimmatookus. <laughs> it's my favorite lake. Absolutely, absolutely. So a couple things we wanted to get into tonight, and something that's near and dear to our heart, is the vaping ban. So kids didn't even have to learn to have the disgusting flavor and smoke of cigs. They could just, yeah, just vape that right. cotton candy shit. I mean, it seems a little bit unfair to me, you know, coming from the generation that uh, all had to grow up, you know, smoking their grandma's Winston's. Yeah. I, yep. said, I said that from experience. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I think they've got it easy, to be honest with you. I don't hate the band, um, but I think, you know, there's ultimately probably some, uh, you know, more hurtful things that are out there these days that we should be watching out for. What would you say? Well, yeah, I just think that the smoking was kind of like a rite of passage, like, That's A, how you knew the girls that were easier. And I'm not saying just because you smoked in high school you were easy. I'm just saying there was probably a better chance of nailing you than there was the girls who weren't going outside of the school to smoke. So I'm just, I mean. That's the safest option. Yeah, and like it was part of the, you know, the the trashy appeal about it. It was wonderful. Um, So what, what are the actual rules on it, if you don't mind me interrupting? Just because I've heard, you know, it's it's the tobacco flavored. So I don't know, is it including all nicotine products or just the flavored ones? I, I, are, they, are, no, they incurring, are they coming into the, the medical marijuana market? Can no, no. No, they still haven't figured out how to properly tax and regulate that. So they'll stay away for that for now. But 
as far as it goes, what I believe is it's just the flavored. So they're letting you keep the tobacco flavored um, in the um, standard flavor, but none of like okay. the mango, anything like that. So bas- it's okay. a big so win for the cigarette the companies. Ones that will have you more likely to go back and smoke regular cigarettes. It's got to be a like. it's got to be a huge win for a bunch of rich old white guys. You're probably right on that one. Yeah, they don't win enough. I hope to to be one one day, though, so I don't want to talk too much shit about them. I do, too. Oh, I'm going to talk a ton of shit about them, but the second I get to be one, you can bet I'll be fucking wearing that shirt proudly to the barbecues. (laughs) Rich, old, white guy. I will be the most silver-haired. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. I'm going to grow just a back ponytail because I can't grow anything up top, and I'll be one of those guys. I think that's a great idea. Oh, yeah. It's going to be wonderful. Joe Dirt, but better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the the, the smoking thing was a rite of passage. I, I, I think the kids were getting away easy. I'm glad that they're going to have to have it taste like shit now, but it still is not going to smell as bad as we used to smell when you know we'd try to sneak one past. I was lucky. Like My mom was a smoker. Um, okay. So, my dad. Okay, yeah, so I got a little bit lucky as far as the smells go. I don't think she could smell anything. Like, I didn't smoke in high school, but my friends did. Oh, okay. See, I was kind of the opposite. So I, I grew up smoking um, simply just because of the fact that when I was younger, I was constantly riding around in the truck with my dad who would roll his windows down, I don't know, an inch and a half. That was about the appropriate uh, distance, I think, back in those days. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. you know, I, I love the smell of Marlboro Lights, to be honest with you, that have just been smoked. I think it's great. Yeah, they, the parents didn't want to get too much fresh air in there um, to, to take away from the smoke. Well, yeah, they need to grow too big, man. They have to spend more money on food. Exactly, exactly. Like, peaking at 13 is always a good thing for someone. You know from experience? Oh, no, yeah, 12. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, you know, the, uh, the other thing we have to address, we're going to shift gears and go to sports because okay. – um, this NFL season has been fucking crazy already. Andrew Luck retiring before the season. Then you've kind got set the precedent. It did. It did. Uh, Roethlisberger going down for the season. Um, oh, wait, wait, that's news to me. When did this happen? Wow, man. See, that's what I, I love about doing this with you because you're pretty on top of things, but there are like two major things a week that sneak past you. So this is going to keep you up on things. Love um, that. So, yeah, uh, Roethlisberger's done for the year. The MRI came back Monday. Why can't they do MRIs on Sunday after the game? Do they just have to? Uh, You know, they probably have to give themselves some time to, like, read the results, maybe get a second opinion. Um, You know, the the back or the front office, I guess you would say. Um, They've got to come up with, you know, their pitch, how they're going to sell it to the public, how they're still going to have a successful season and get people to buy tickets, I think has a lot to do with it. Well, hey, I mean, everyone's going to climb aboard the Mason Rudolph train. Um, Is that who his backup is? Yeah, yeah, from Oklahoma State. Okay. Yeah, so we've got... Yeah, I think so, but it's just, it's going to make it a little crazy for betting season. The Steelers are definitely not making the playoffs this year, right? I would say probably not. Talking about betting season, I think I need to go back and make or like edit my picks, I guess, uh, simply because I'm in this, um, well, work, I guess we're going to refer to it as, um, pick them, right, for yeah. NFL, where you pick all 16 games yeah. and then play the spread. I'm up. I got to, the big bosses are in this pick em pool, right? Okay. And I have 21 correct picks out of two weeks so far. Doing pretty good. And my closest competition 
only has uh, 17, which I think is fantastic, especially considering the fact that I don't even know enough to know Ben Roethlisberger's out. Yeah, wow, that's pretty. And for a guy who used to play college sports, you really just don't bother fucking around with knowing shit. Well, you know, to be honest with you, I think you know we've had a lot going on recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, my wife and I, for the listeners, all tens, hundreds of them, I don't know how many are out there right now, hopefully an ever-increasing amount. Yeah, like, uh, you know, like my, my, a handful for sure. <laughs> right. Maybe two handfuls. <laughs> I love two handfuls. We're going to get it to at least the two feet, and then we'll uh, start counting sprouts of hair. But, I see what um, there. <laughs> shit, I lost my train of thought in H-Doc. Um, you were um, talking uh, about the f- your betting oh you that you don't know shit about oh you've had a lot going on that's right damn that's right yep. smoke so more weed guys uh, yeah well i haven't i'm just about to finish this joint actually <laughs> I'm, rolling, I'm rolling a pro right now i wish i could share it with the folks um but just purchased you know a new house finishing up the move right now got the painters coming um i believe next week the 25th through the 28th which is pretty exciting i love it um so we're our goal is to have everything uh, discombobulated i guess by christmas i can't wait i can't wait it, it's a beautiful place we can, we're gonna have all the we'll, we'll have all the listener over um, for. Uh, I mean, I think we could probably do it right. We should do it early yeah. before we blow up, yeah. so that they can all experience us at our prime. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. Before, yeah, before fame and Hollywood really get to us. Right. Yeah. You know? Because you know we're we're just like good old fashioned, um, you know, just wonderful people right yeah. now. But yeah, you never know couple, what's gonna happen. Just a couple real pieces of shit, as people say. <laughs> Um, you know what? We, we do have to uh, talk about the elephant in the room. There was a person who used to be on here. We wish him the best. Uh, our guy, our fallen comrade. Um, oh, what a guy. He, you know what? He's, 2020 is going to be his year. You know, if he is, I hope it is, number one. I really do. Well, 2019 sure fucking wasn't. I, no, it really was, man. It was a hell of a year for our God, world. the poor guy. Um, I had a question for you, though, because I have a little bit of a theory, actually. Okay, I'm, I'm um, with it. I'm with it. So so the folks don't know, but um, we're going to tell them that we do have a little bit of a group chat, right, where uh-huh. we keep in touch with our you know fallen comrade and you know one other uh, to-be-named individual possibly. Yeah. Um, do you remember the theory that I posed maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago about him being in some sort of uh, a regulatory law enforcement type of a position? Yeah. So I, it should be noted, less than two weeks after his cover was blown, our boy magically disappeared for, you know, reasons unbeknownst to us. Do you think so, that could be the reason why he would ghost me all the time on the podcast? I mean, you know, I can't imagine that he would want a ton of that information getting out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think his, you know, his unnecessary events in 2019 provide a perfect cover. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm going to leave it up to the people. What do you think? Yeah, I'm in. You know what? We've never got to interview the other people in it. I love a good conspiracy theory. I love it, too. Oh, we're going to get to dive so deep on a few things. Next week, we're going to talk about the moon landing conspiracy, guys. Ooh. And and how um, the government created the crack epidemic to imprison black people. I think that actually, that's not a conspiracy. That's just That's true. just exactly fucking true. Yeah, that's um, your boy Joe Biden, man. Yeah, yeah, smiling Joe. Listen, the De- I am not a Republican at all, but the Democratic Party doesn't have a chance in hell if that's the guy that you're going to put out there. And that Beto guy or Roberto, whatever his name is. Oh, man. He fucking needs a new nickname, first of all. I'm not in on him. He just seems like a dude who's, like, telling you one thing and, like, look at all this cool shit, but just fucking you over behind the scenes. Like, I think there's something dirty about that dude. 
I mean, he, have you seen his mugshot from the B-Rock? Yeah, He's but, filthy. yeah, yeah, you know, listen, whenever you get a mugshot, you're not going to be at your posing best anyway. You know what I can say about that, Nate? <laughs> Is don't get arrested? Don't get arrested. Never had one. Wow. <laughs> Save yourself some issues. Oh, man, I've got a great um, arrest in, in a, a waking up next to a Samoan story for one night. And the charges were all dropped, of course. Nothing filed ever. Just had to sleep we it should. off there. I think that would be a great episode. We should probably do. We'll be, um, we'll, you know, just old uh, jail stories. Yes, it'll be great. Um, it's it's great. I told it to my dad this weekend, and he was equally like terrified and horrified, and equally <laughs> just laughing about it because it was gross. Um, but yeah, isn't so, it fun getting old and being able to tell your parents all these crazy things that happen right under their noses that they never knew about? Oh yeah, that's one of the best parts. Um, it, well, it's you know what. Even before that, like once you move out and there's like no repercussions anymore. Oh, like, that's great! If they find shit out, it's like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Hey, hey, hey! Aren't I a stinker? You know? Like, oh man, I guess you should have been a little bit smarter. You get so fucking lucky about it. It's just, oh my! My parents caught me. My mom uh, saw some pictures that I had of parties that I had thrown at the house. And she was like, oh, I know the, all of these kids. Oh, that's a lot of alcohol in my house. Oh, you know. Um, so. That's where that smell came from. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one time we got a new rug, and uh, a friend of mine dropped a cigarette on it and burnt a hole in it. But we had got these, like, matching uh, fucking other rugs by, like, the sink and the oven and shit, too, right? So I fucking snipped, like, a corner of one of these rugs off and, like, crazy glued it in there and then went over it, like, a thousand times with a vacuum to beat it up just a touch. My mom and dad never knew about that until I told them about it, like, six years later when they were getting rid of that motherfucker. That's incredible. Yeah, I was was such a little weasel. I I think we've all had those moments. We had a similar, we were up in... uh, I guess everybody knows we're probably in Michigan. So yeah. uh, we were up at Higgins Lake with one of my good buddies that I grew up with. I'm still a good friend to this day. And he, I forget why we had all gotten together. It was a couple of years after high school. Anyway, we all get tore up around this bonfire and we needed some extra, um, you know, kindling. Yeah. And his mom had this beautiful antique outdoor bar that was made out of like old driftwood. Oh, keep going. <laughs> and so, I mean, needless to say, the um, fire grew to, I would say, a height of about eight feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we woke up the next morning just at a loss for what was to be done after that. Got a few text messages in the coming week when I was already back at college saying that I needed to uh, you know, make an additional trip up there to help them rebuild a fake, um, which I'm ashamed to say I never did. <laughs> oh, wow. That, well, yeah. Man, you guys, you, you can't, you guys were real motherfuckers about people's personal belongings, huh? I mean, you know, they probably destroyed a bunch of my shit along the way, too. Yeah. I was just, I was walking down my driveway. If the people just heard a little robotics noise in my headphones, I realized that I had forgotten my uh, phone in the garage. Oh. So I'm going to have to go back and get that while this yeah. weed is just tasting so delicious. But yeah. ooh, what ooh. else do we got today? What's on the agenda? Well, you know, a couple more things that I wanted to talk about. What We actually hit the Democratic Party and how just shit out of luck we are there. Um, we'll have to discuss that significantly more in the future. But. Well, as yeah, as the election comes up and Trump just continues to win in a landslide, it's going to be amazing. You know, we've got summer wrapping up here in Michigan, and I'm wondering, 
we've talked about today being National Cheeseburger Day. Are you a grilled cheeseburger guy, or are you like a go to a restaurant, get a cheeseburger from a place, it's so good and delicious? Which way do you go? I mean, do I have to make a selection? What would you say? Because I'm a big fan of both. Well, I mean, everything's, I like grilling, but I'm going to tell you, I prefer to grill a steak or chicken or something like that. A hamburger, I prefer a burger at a place like, I even love McDonald's. I love burgers from anywhere. I love burgers from, I loved them from Hot and Now. I mean, See, I can't say I've ever had a hot now burger, but going oh, back to McDonald's, man. something uh, you know, some of our more civilized listeners might recognize. Um, <laughs> what is your, uh, what's your go-to order at McDonald's? Um, typically, um, a McDouble ketchup only, and I'll get two of those really? and a small fry. Okay. And, but what McDouble? I like to do is I take what else the. What comes on a McDouble? Well, I, they put onions and pickle and mustard on it, which I like mustard just fine, but I just prefer ketchup only on a burger. Okay. On a McDonald's burger, anyways. But what I like to do is I take the bottom bun off, and I mm-hmm. smash the burgers together because that's how like a feeling of extra ketchup, and I call it the quad. So oh, so a quad or just a quad? Just a quad. I mean, okay. it, at that point, it's it's mine. It's not theirs anymore. I own it. I've already started creative license with it. It's the quad now. You think you could like trademark them and possibly? Um, you know, maybe set up like a stand out front of McDonald's and no, sell but, your own? No, no, well, no, I definitely think there's some certain copyright infringements there that I'm impugning on. Um, I would say that the biggest thing for me would be to get a sponsorship from McDonald's so that I didn't have to pay for that anymore because that's probably, like a McDonald's hamburger, I don't know, since I was a kid, that was like my favorite hamburger, but if I were to say like mm-hmm. for real the best burger, it's probably like Five Guys or an In-N-Out if you can get to a place with an In-N-Out burger. Five Guys, absolutely amazing. Big yeah. fan. Been there, I think, like maybe a week ago, week and a half ago, was the last time I went. Okay. That's always the Mrs.'s go-to spot. If we have to go faster, there's one available. Um, haven't had In-N-Out, I would say, in a long time. But recently, I've heard they're overrated. Um, hopefully, we can get some feedback from the listeners on that and what they think. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I think in and out. I think the only reason people say in and out's overrated is because people like to shit on wonderful things. An in and out double with cheese, mayo, and ketchup will change someone's life. Don't they have? I'm I'm recalling something to the effect of like animal style. Yeah. Does that have to do with the fry? I forget, man. I've only eaten there twice. Okay, fries probably aren't included in National Cheeseburger Day anyway. Well, I would. You know, they go hand in hand. You might be right. They so are you going to ask me what my favorite order is as far as the cheeseburger goes? Well, I'm, I want to know which fast food place is your favorite. Because we can go, I mean, fast food okay. is like the burger of choice. Like, it can't it can't be a sit-down restaurant burger. Agreed. Okay, so, uh, man, you, just, you actually did steal my favorite burger, which we'll get to in a second. But if I had to choose out of the criteria that you gave me... Um, it's kind of boring, but I would probably choose Five Guys. If I had to play devil's advocate, okay, um, I would go, off the top of my head, I would go McDonald's, your way. But I am a big fan of the new seasoning on the double quarter pounder with cheese. You know what? I love the new quarter pounder. That fresh beef, you mm-hmm. taste the difference. You really do. And it might have something to do with the little paper bag that they put around the burger that yep. I think maybe they've done away with since already. Yep. Got a little too expensive. A yep. too much overhead for, you know. Yeah, that nickel McDonald's. per burger. They just said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that new seasoning, I'm, I'm a really big fan. Just go whatever way it comes. I don't even know, to be honest with you, what all is on it. Um, but I like it. 
Are you? I'm willing to say something. I, I know people yeah, disagree I with me, but I'm going to say McDonald's. Like if I've got all the fast food places in a row, and I haven't had fast food in like two weeks, McDonald's is getting my money because I love McDonald's. There's just something about it, you know. Even if you're hungover Saturday, yeah. Sunday morning, everybody wants to go get brunch. All these bougie ass motherfuckers want to go get brunch. No, the appropriate play in that situation is to go to McDonald's. I'm going to make a very unpopular statement right now and say you get the number 10, which is the steak and cheese bagel with that whatever sauce wow. they put on there with the breakfast, and you get a fountain Coke. That, okay, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with that, and that's a bold thing to do. And, and you being, you know, a former American hero, I, I don't want to say oh, this, but go. you're just so wrong. Um, it is... The best, well, you know what? Tell the best hangover why. breakfast is why. a McGriddle. Is a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Okay, so we're at least on the same restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. It's McDonald's. Like McDonald's is the go-to no matter what. I think. <laughs> yep. I mean, it has like, to. yeah, the, McDonald's is and the fries too. Like we haven't even talked about the delicious, crispy, and pillowy fries. Ooh, it hits you. It's burning the lungs right now, isn't it? I, you know, I hate to say it, but I had to relight it. I was oh. so enthralled in our conversation that I had, uh, you know, I was actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, neglecting. Neglecting ah. the joint is what I was doing. Neglecting, um, wow. So I had to, you know, relight it, give it a little love, and it attacked me. It I, gave me a little bit of a kickback. I was love awesome. it. Hey, can we talk one real quick? I want to go back to another Luke conspiracy theory. Oh, um, please. I think that he, um, I, I like your thing of being like an FBI person cfpb cfpb sure. oh wow yeah. okay so, okay i can see that because you know obviously every time can, oh man i want to say so many things that are like appropriate <laughs> to work how much i haven't i'm ashamed to say this as the new co-host of the podcast so yeah feel free to expunge more on on the luke theory so i we were sitting expound, in one, i think you know, is what i wanted there i don't give a expound. fuck yeah, expound. i'll give it to you I, I think that's what you said my high brain hasn't caught up yet, yeah so um my theory is, and it's based on what I'm about to tell you, is that he was a CFPB agent. He's watching out for us, and this is why. At one of our meetings, I'm sitting there, and I just happen to have gotten this awesome new headset. I do a lot of talking on the phone. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I, I don't like to, I don't know, have to hold up a headset all day because my arm is tired and I'm lazy. So I got this awesome new headset that Bluetooth to my cell phone, Bluetooth to my computer. I can do whatever I want. Pretty awesome. Anyway, when I was telling our good friend Luke about this awesome headset, I told him that I could talk to the people that I work with on my cell phone. The first thing that he said was, oh, so you can have conversations about backdating things? And I was like, are you a cop? Like, who says that? Wow. You know what I mean? And that was, this is where my original kind of, you know, inclination that I thought he might be the fuzz came from. It was just so out of the blue, like trying to kind of go. Oh yeah, he seems like oh, he seems like a fucking cop, doesn't he? Right. He's always trying to get you to say something, but he never really incriminates himself. Yeah, Andy seems kind of like not racist, but definitely like if there's a black guy and a white guy fighting on TV, we know whose side he's like rooting for. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. Keep my opinion off from that one, but uh, I don't Hey, are you skydiving right now? Because it sounds like it. Oh, is my voice changing? Yeah, like it sounds like you're going through a wind tunnel for the listeners. Oh, no, I apologize. I was doing a little bit of pacing okay. in my driveway. Yeah, let's stop that. 
It's all right. We'll do some. We're gonna do a lot of these from the actual studio, but well, we're gonna get these out for you guys because we know that the people are gonna crave it. We gotta give the people what they want. We gotta give the people what they want. Wasn't it Kanye West or something? Uh, no, it was Jalen Rose, but I think that's the same thing. Give the people what they want. Uh, we gotta give them what they need, but I'm saying okay. So this is gonna be my big thought of the week. Um, this is okay. maybe a segment we'll keep going with. I don't know, but this is like my big thought. And I ran it by a couple of people, and these guys were seemed to be okay with it. So like on the is it racist scale, it's like a three or less. So that means okay. it's fine on to go ahead with. Four? Uh, oh, no. This is, this is like a, no, on a ten scale. Okay. So um, I think that Albanian men have the most fucking confidence out of any group of human beings I've ever seen in my life. Whether they deserve to have it or not, they have, like each person individually, has the most confidence. I wish I had a shred of that. It's amazing. It's like even if they're wrong and like you're like, no, here, I'm, here's proof you're wrong. He's like, nah, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Don't worry about that. I mean, we've got a, we've got a friend who's going to remain nameless that we met about six eight months ago. He's a very tall human being with a very long torso and very short legs. But he is admitted he is admitted all the time that even when proven wrong, he still says he's absolutely right because he's sure that his way is better. And I love it. I wish I could be like that. I will say this: if he doesn't know the answer, he will ask you enough questions. To make you second guess yourself. Yes, yes, he will. He is, and that's. I'm gonna say that's an Albanian men trait. They will ask you enough questions to where you're like, I'm probably not fucking right anymore. This guy's, this guy's probably correct. God damn it. I mean, that might be true. Is this? So is this? Let me ask. You You think it's an Albanian thing or? No, this isn't specific to like any one person. I've got a group now of like six to eight Albanian men that I've met that I'm friends with, and they all just exude so much fucking confidence. It's amazing. Now, three of them are complete lumps of shit, and they know that, and I tell them that all the time. And But they're like, oh, no, 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 I'm fucking awesome. Um, one is one is still like a young kid, and he's going to figure it out. He, he annoys the shit out of me a lot of times, but he's a good kid. Um, the, uh, and there's, the other ones are just like, you know, going on in their life and doing what they're doing. Like they're, none of them are like uber successful or anything, but they all act like they're just fucking killing it. And I love it. I wish I had a, just a shred of it. (laughs) So let me ask you this. If, so if you were to meet one of these gentlemen and you were just an innocent civilian in the streets, how long would you have to know them before you started to get the, uh, the opinion, I guess that that we're expressing right now. I would have to spend at least 200 hours with them. Okay. So you got to know them very well. Yes. And so was it, is it like their dress or the, the way they talk? Do well, they no, talk a couple, a couple of them I knew were full of shit right away. A couple of them, it took a little while because again, they carry themselves with so much confidence. Um, and a couple of them are actually doing way better in life than I thought they were. Um, but in fairness, I thought they were doing pretty awesome. So, um, so they're doing like extremely awesome. Well, pretty, well, I'm pretty awesome for what I thought they'd be doing. Okay. Um, okay. but, but yeah, they have, they just exude confidence. It's, 
It's amazing. Uh, no matter what, they are sure that they're the that they're kicking ass and taking names all the way. Like uh, one, the youngest one of uh, my Albanian friends nearly ran me over like three weeks ago, or I'm sorry, like ten days ago, and just rolled down his window and was like, "Hey, what's up?" What's this vehicle? Uh, it, well, it's it's a very sports car. It's a very suspect sports car. Okay, gotcha. So, I, I mean, I've never been hit by a car. No, I can't no. imagine it's an experience that you know I really want to. I guess try. No, no, it looks awful. And the way they make it seem on TV, like no matter what, that head is bouncing off the, the ground really hard. It is always the head that seems to hit first, <laughs> which in theory it wouldn't be because that's not like the heaviest part of your body. It's kind of your ass, right? Yeah, you would think you'd, why wouldn't you go ass over tea kettle? Why wouldn't, why do you go head first? I think you probably do go ass over tea kettle, hence ass over tea kettle, right? <laughs> I yeah, I guess. I don't, what does that mean exactly? I just figure ass over tea kettle means when you flip over, but does it mean like ass up first and head down? Got to. Man, that's a really good question. I, I'm going to ask my mom that. My mom knows all those things. I'm going to Google it right now. Okay, yeah, Google it too. I mean, my, mo- my mom's got the confidence of an Albanian man, though, if you <laughs> ask her a question. Like, I will. Like, she for sure is like, oh, yeah, this is what it is. And then I'll find out it's wrong, and she'll be like, ah, what are you going to do? Okay. So here we go. Our, so very um, fancy by the Google machine here. It is actually arse over tea kettle. Arse A-R- over tea kettle. A-R-S-E. So apparently we're very British now. And I like ass over tea kettle. We keep going. Right. And so the, the definition that we have for the origin, U.S. slang, an equivalent of arse over tip, whatever the fuck that means, or head over heels, but more significant than, oh, phone died. Um more significant than Elliot's angelization of ass in his letter, in his invoking the phrase "ass over tea kettle." Okay, yeah. Alexan- oh, it has to be I Alexander's ass. That at all. Well, it has to be Alexander's ass. But more significant than Elliot's angelization of ass in his letter oh, in his invoking the phrase "ass over tea kettle." I don't know, man. Yeah, that, on that. I, yeah. Listen, that's a rabbit hole that we can't get down. Um, not even trying to, I, anyway, I kind of so, like the weekly. Um, what kind of CIA job does Luke have as a as a segment? Might be the thing. I think that would be the way to go. Well, because like, we he'll tell us like story. Yeah, he'll tell us. He'll he's like, oh, I'm coming on to defend myself, and then we won't hear from him for like two and a half weeks. So it's gonna. You be, know, I would love to have one where we could just sit down and interrogate him. I had one available, but the my uh, the equipment wasn't working. the The producer Spence dog effed it all up, and it wouldn't record a thing. And then I blamed my poor wife for it, and it wasn't her fault at all. And Luke was just sitting here with uh, Mikey the whole time, and I felt so terrible that they had both driven like an hour out here. So, I mean, I got over so it pretty did quick. Did it end up working? Huh? Oh no, it didn't. I kicked him out before I figured out what was wrong. Dang. Yeah, I didn't want to be around anyone. I was pouting. Did you at least give him some beers? Um, well, I think I poured them each whiskey. I, I offered them each a bowl of uh, feel good, but neither of them partook in that, which is probably best for Luke because you know obviously he's a CIA operative. Well, so that's my whole thing. Also, right? too, you he know, what? I saw him drive like four different weed vehicles. And it's legal. Who makes a big deal about weed? Yeah. What did you just say that I talked over you? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We're getting the hang of it. We're you know, the hang of this. right now we're just we're just dancing. We're not slow dancing yet. 
We're just dancing. We're dancing with the tiger right now. It's going to get intimate, though, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Well, we we said if we do any of these, uh, when we do them at the studio, it's going to be no shirt on and a pull-up bar is going to be in the room. I think that's Um, a great idea. Have you heard about this just apparently amazing health benefit to just hanging on a pull-up bar and just, like, decompressing your spine? Yeah. Apparently, this is a huge thing. I'm a, a big Joe Rogan fan, not to... Um, you know, give credit where credit isn't due, I guess, on our podcast. No, so no, listen. Hey, listen, we we're inspired. We're inspired by Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz and John Oliver, just uh, funny Joey motherfuckers. They're all great. But that's one of his big things is he loves to hang on just a pull-up bar. He said he just does it for minutes at a time, and apparently it's excellent. I just saw it on Twitter again today. Well, I mean, we'll Especially try it. I always thought. sit as much as we do. Well, I think my dad would be disappointed in me if I were just hanging on a pull-up bar, but I'll, um, you know, I'll, I'll do, I'm gonna try it some more because there's gonna be some more pull-ups added into my, um, up. I had to take the upper body off for a couple of weeks because my elbow, but I'm gonna, I'm getting back after this what week. Were you doing? Off too much? It must have been, man. It must have just built up over time. And uh, the <laughs> no uh, partial tear of the old forearm did something to the elbow and then something to the bicep. So. You are kind of a wild man. I always see your Instagram in the morning. You're always getting after it. Always well, got some sort of kettlebell or. You know what? My it's my it's uh, brother Bobby that um, he uh, he inspires me. He's uh, he's a fucking beast, and at his age to do the physical things that he does, it's inspiring. I hope when I get that old that I'm just still you know feeling, let alone feeling as groovy as he is right now. So, you know, that's a shout out to him. Um, beautiful Bobby Mac. But he, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I figure if he's getting after it, I don't have an excuse not to. And also, too, everyone kind of curtails their schedule around mine. So if I feel like if I'm not working out, like it's, I'm kind of being a piece of shit and slapping them in the face, too. Yeah, you know, I, I just, as I get older, I was in my younger 20s, maybe even into mid 20s, I didn't really see the benefit in like working out for fun or like actually just trying to be healthy. But and now let, that I'm getting older and shit starts to hurt. Yeah. It's like you have to. Yeah, yep, you do. It's a necessity. Yep, you got to get the synovial fluid built up in the joints to what protect the, yourselves. What the fuck is synovial fluid? Oh, it's the natural fluid. Inform Look at the people because I need to know this. Also. It's the natural fluid that your body helps put into your joints to help lubricate, lubricate them and protect them from injury when you're working out. That's what get, getting the joints heated up does. I okay. think. I mean, that's Follow my theory. I, mean, I could be wrong, but Follow I sold the question. shit out of it. Where did you learn? The term synovial fluid. Tony Horton, buddy, P90X3. <laughs> you know? Love that. Love it. Well, listen, man. P90X. Man, I remember that a long time. I want to say thank you for coming on. I think we're going to just keep growing and growing this. I appreciate you taking the time out. I think we have said it all. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, keeping this thing going. All right. Remember. See you in the morning. All right, hit us up on Instagram at Mean Spirited Podcast. Talk to you guys later. Share it on Facebook, Instagram. Give us five stars on iTunes. Talk to you soon. Adios.